It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 451. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who This. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And I'll start by saying today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. More on BetterHelp in just a bit. But today I want to talk about dating for validation. It's probably the most common misstep we make in dating and relationships. We date the wrong person. We stick it out with the wrong person because we're mistaking validation for connection, validation for compatibility, validation for love, or we're simply looking for validation in the first place and we're dismissing everything else. And, you know, as I always mention, it doesn't make you a bad person to do this, to crave, to want, to seek out validation from other people. As I'm going to review here, and then I'm going to bring in my therapist friend, Hesu Joe. There's a reason we do this. It's not like we're sitting around thinking, how can I waste some time with the wrong person? Or how can I confuse myself about what I really want or deserve? You know, I have found we do this for a reason, a very human reason. So I want to talk about this for a minute and see if we can find some clarity around the why so that we can stop pursuing the wrong people. So we can stop accepting all they have to offer, which is validation, external validation. And of course, the flip side as well, if we can figure out why we allow ourselves to be charmed into submission by external validation, maybe we can figure out why some people come to us for their own validation as well, and we can be better armed to observe that and recognize when it happens. So a full circle topic here, how to stop yourself from doing this and how to spot others who might want you for the same validation. So the one question for the show, let's keep it simple. Why do we mistake validation for what we actually want and deserve? Something more, something deeper, love, connection, compatibility, whatever word you want to use. Why do we do that? Why do we mistake validation for those things? Well, I think it's because we lose sight of the person. 
we lose sight of the connection, the compatibility, and instead we assign them a label of what they represent what they represent. We, it's like we lose sight of the trees for the forest. We lose sight of reality and we propel ourselves to thinking about what they represent in our lives instead of who they actually are. And more often than not, I have found that when we date someone or are interested in someone simply for external validation, it's because they represent something that we lost or that we didn't receive in our past. And again, we're talking about dating someone for validation while knowing deep down that they really aren't right for us, right? So we're talking about dating the wrong people, but dating them for external validation. That's validation that represents something to us, represents. What do I mean by this? Well, for starters, I was watching a Netflix show randomly last night called I Hate Christmas um, with my girlfriend, and I wasn't really paying attention, but my ears perked up when the main character, she's this 30-year-old woman who's, she's like, the plot is she's desperately trying to find a boyfriend for Christmas. Uh, I don't know about that, but she suddenly got uh, interest in this guy because he showed interest in her, but he's clearly wrong for her. She's 30. She's serious about love. She's mature. And he's this 19 year old guy uh, who's wrong for her. But he said this thing to her that made her lose it and become obsessed with him. He said to her, I think you're special. And she loses it. She goes on this like monologue with the camera where she goes, he thinks I'm special. He thinks I'm special. He thinks I'm special. And again, I wasn't really paying attention to the show, but I saw that scene and I was like, that right there is how we lose sight of love and replace it with validation. That right there is how we become charmed into submission by our need for external validation. Because I'm willing to bet that behind the scenes, you know, in her life, maybe in the series, but in her life, she was told by someone else that she wasn't special in her past. Someone told her she wasn't special, or maybe she never felt special ever in her life. Maybe she grew up with a large family and was never given any attention. Maybe she always felt boring or average, whatever it may be. And then here comes this guy who gives her the one thing she's always lacked. You're special. And she attaches herself to it all the while, knowing that they are not compatible. He's wrong for her. She's wrong for him. But she attaches herself to him because of what he represents. He represents something that has always eluded her or something that she was told she was not. He represents that thing. He gives her that validation. The reality of him, however, the reality of them together is another story. So that's what I mean by represents. Dating for validation, I have found, comes when we lose sight of reality and we go into, call it, representation mode. He, she, they, whoever, you know, they represent something you lost in the past. They represent something you felt you're not, something that has always eluded you, and so on and so on. And that is what allows us to be charmed into submission. It's like we charm ourselves into submission just as much as they charm us into submission. We lose sight of the ultimate question, which is, do I actually like them? And we lose sight of that because we're focusing on like a gap from our past or something that happened in the past. And the question of, do I actually like them, becomes a really tough question to answer because we have these validation goggles on. And offhand, you know, I could think of many different examples of what someone might represent to you or to me that would lead to attachment to validation. Offhand, maybe you were in a previous relationship that became more of a friendship, boring, dry, no spice, no pizzazz. And then along comes someone new who showers you with compliments and is over the top flirty. They represent what you lost in that past relationship. They represent the opposite of it. 
or maybe you have always felt self-conscious or insecure about how you look. Maybe you felt that you're ugly. And here someone comes along, maybe the first person in your life, and they say, hey, you're beautiful. They represent something you've never had. They represent a massive insecurity finally being washed away. Or maybe you're a, a, a self-victim of comparison online and you follow all these hot, rich, successful people and you've always thought to yourself, no one like that would ever be interested in me. But then, voila, a hot, rich, or successful person pops into your life and they love bomb you, they pursue you, they represent something you've always doubted about yourself. Or last one, maybe you've you felt lonely, you feel lonely. No one really ever pursues you. And here comes someone along who texts you back right away and, you know, takes you out on dates. They represent something you've never had, and so on and so on, right? What they represent. Again, it's important to remember that in these instances, I'm describing people who are not right for you for any variety of reason, but you lose sight of that fact. You zoom out and you go into the land of representation. That is how we end up with people solely for validation reasons. And same with you. Maybe you offer one of those things that just rattled off to someone else, right? Again, it goes both ways. It's important, of course, to recognize that validation, I use the word validation here. Validation could be a great thing. Validation is important in a healthy relationship. I'm not at war with this idea of validation. Of course not. I think the right person, the right relationship is going to be genuinely and compassionately validating for you and for them. It's going to validate your standards, your confidence, your honesty, all those things, of course. Here I'm talking about the instances where we let validation from a place of lack or loss replace our lens into reality. That's a lens of reality that does all the things we talk about on the podcast. It's a reality lens that allows you to know whether or not that person makes you feel understood, whether or not they make you love yourself, whether or not their intentions align with their actions, uh, whether they bring out the worst in you or the best in you, right? The things that we use to understand true connection, true compatibility. But in the instances I'm referring to here, these are the ones you're probably familiar with because you're only looking at that external validation. You date someone for you know a bit, only to wake up six months later, a year later, to realize you weren't really connected with them. You were connected with the idea of them. That's the idea of them that represents something to you. And it's my idea here, my thesis here, that we tend to allow those representations to form based on what we lost or didn't receive in the past. Again, of course, the right person is going to give you genuine validation, the right person. They're going to make you feel beautiful when you've always felt less than beautiful. They're going to compliment you when you've always been the one to never receive compliments. They're going to be of value when you've always felt like someone like that wouldn't be interested in you, right? The difference, though, is that they offer validation in some way and they check the other boxes and you actually take the time to view reality and the idea of them reality and the idea of them. That is the combination we need to seek. But again, when we're in validation mode, we lose sight of reality. That's a reality that likely tells a very different story from the validating ones we're allowing to consume us. So I just want to put this idea in your head here in the instances where maybe you're wondering what to do. Are you dating for validation or are you dating for something deeper? Does this person, can this person give you only validation or can they offer you that deeper thing? Well, knee-jerk reaction to that question, you probably say, well, of course, something deeper. I'm dating this person because I believe they can offer me something deeper. 
I would say to you, I would say, well, prove it, prove it, prove to yourself that they offer you more, that you're not just dating them for validation by comparing the idea of them with the reality of them. Do they align? Do they align? They do? Great. You've hit the sweet spot. Not so much? Well, you, you might be human. And we need to better analyze. That's the key here. We need to better analyze the people that we're dating or considering dating. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. The other day, I had a, a podcast that I did with Mark Manson. You might know him. He's the author of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Sold many, many millions, millions of copies of that book. And we recorded an episode together, which I'll be releasing very soon. And we were talking about how do we know what we deserve in a partner? And we talked about how to come up with a list of three things that we promise to never talk ourselves out of. The things that are important to you in a partner. You know, what they offer you in the same way you offer them something too. Well, what are those things to you? Those are the things that are in addition to genuine validation. When looking at someone else, ask yourself that question and use the word and. That's the power of and. They are validating and whatever it may be. Are they offering those things in addition to validation? That is how you know, I think, or at minimum, that is how you challenge yourself to not only look at the idea of them, but the reality of them too. Not just what they represent, but the reality of who they are and who you are when you're with them and who you both are together when you're together, right? So I want to dive into this a bit further here to get more perspective for how we can better cut aside our human inclination to attach to validation and instead tap into something more real, an intuition that is rooted in reality. So for this, I want to bring in my good friend and better help therapist, Heisu Joe to offer perspective from her therapy practice. So hi, Sue, as always, welcome back. The people love you. So let's start with the very basic question here. We're talking about validation. We're talking about filling gaps in our lives. And we're talking about, you know, focusing only on potential instead of reality. We're focused on the idea rather than reality. So my question for you, basic one to start is, how do we avoid dating 
for validation. What is validation and how do we avoid dating from a place where we're only seeking validation? Why do people date for validation? It's I think it's like a question that's related to other questions. Why do we do anything for validation? Why do we try to impress people at work or, you know, put way more concerted effort into what we're wearing, depending on who we're about to meet or, you know, all this stuff like we do. We're constantly doing things often with like the intention of having other people like us or like getting that experience of somebody saying something nice to us. And a lot of times that comes from not being able to provide that validation for yourself which is like pretty common for a lot of people. You know, if if you grew up in a situation in which your emotional needs were not being tended to, and there's like a severity scale of this, but it goes all the way up to childhood emotional neglect, or you yourself are struggling with things like low self-esteem or not having a lot of confidence in yourself, not really believing in yourself, not loving the person that you are, you're going to tend to seek out validation from other people because everybody wants to feel good um, at some point or another. And that validation, that confirmation, that reassurance from another person that we are worthy, that we are lovable, that we're worth somebody's effort and time, we all chase that. And, you know, even, even if you think that you have found like a great partner because they make you feel good in all these ways, ultimately, if you still don't feel good about yourself, if you're still at a point that you're not able to provide that validation for yourself, at some point, that well is going to run dry. The well that you keep getting water from of this other person giving you what you think that you want. But I think what we actually need is to be able to you know, foster love, confidence, that validation reassurance for ourselves. And so it's like, you know, there's this question of how can we stop dating for validation? I think go back a little bit further beyond just the idea of dating, but like how can we find validation in ourselves before having to find it in somebody else? I love that. Thank you so much, Hesu. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes the simplest answer is the best, right? We're seeking validation from someone else because we haven't given it to ourselves. And naturally, when that's the case, we're operating from a place of lack or from a place of loss. So very in line with what I'm talking about here. Hesu, question for you. What advice or mindset or observation would you encourage people to return to in the instances where we've known nothing other than disappointment or rejection or failed love in our lives? How do we stop talking ourselves out of what we deserve if we've only experienced what we don't deserve? That's such a tough thing, right? If, if maybe you've never been loved in the way that you know you deserve, you start to slowly erode that worth and talk yourself out of it. So it's a big, deep question, I know, but what advice or what perspective can you bring to the table to help people remember what they deserve on a deep level so that we, us, anyone is not tempted to date mm -hmm. just for validation? Oh, that's a that's a big one. And sometimes I think it does take a little bit more than just some self reminders, especially if you have, you know, some deeply rooted beliefs about yourself, which in in some kinds of therapy, you might hear people talk about this like core schemas, or core beliefs. Um, these are things that you attach to your identity. I am unlovable. I am unworthy. I'm not somebody people like. I'm not funny. I'm not nice. Um, a lot of people really take this on as being part of who they are instead of qualities that can maybe change or improve. So if, if you have these negative core schemas, these true deep beliefs about who you are, 
trying to remind yourself on a daily basis that like maybe someone will like like you're not going to convince yourself very easily so in those cases i think it is really important to consider how you can become someone that fosters more of a positive self view and this starts with behavior uh, there's something called behavioral activation which is just like uh, I don't know if a lot of my professional peers would appreciate me explaining it this way, but it's like tricking your mind into something by doing something, right? Like you're not feeling well, so you start smiling a lot to trick your mind to believe that there's something to be happy about. There's a lot of research that does indicate when you activate the muscles in your face to smile, the corresponding emotions that usually come with smiling can sometimes accompany that, right? You can make yourself feel a little bit better by smiling. Um, so, you know, with behavioral activation, you're trying to convince your own mind of something by doing something different. So in the case of like, being able to serve yourself with self-validation, you start doing things that you would do for someone you love, you know, like being kind to this person, taking care of them, going out of their way to make sure that this person is healthy, well-fed, well-rested, um, nurtured, and this is self-care. So you start doing the motions. It might not feel that way initially, but you start going through the motions of treating yourself like someone that you do care about, someone that you do love. And over time, and over incorporated practice, over regular um, activity of doing stuff like this, you will start to notice a difference for sure. It's just something that you got to stick to is taking care of yourself and, and you know, convincing yourself that you are someone worthy. If you yourself are not feeling like you're worth your own time, like why would anybody else want to gravitate towards someone like that? So instead of like concerning yourself all the time with like, I got to find this great person that I want to be with. Be the person that you want to be around. If you don't even want to be around yourself, I think it's very difficult to expect for other people to want that too. So with dating, like this is going to look a little bit different across cultures, but here in the West, a lot of times like the the focus is on self. I think it's, it's really important to figure out who you are, um, treat yourself as a whole person instead of somebody that's like missing something because you don't have a partner or you don't have somebody that likes you romantically. So I would like try to bring some attention, energy and focus on becoming a person that you want to be around, becoming that person that you want to be. And then, of course, people are going to be drawn to someone that exudes self-love. You've probably been around people that they don't like themselves and it's like pretty apparent over time. And it's like it sucks out positive energy in the room. Perfect. Thank you so much for that, Hey Sue. We'll have to do a follow-up episode about the the mind-body connection and how maybe mindfulness can function in between. But thank you for that perspective, as always. Um, and I'll wrap it up here. And and I would challenge you, uh, the listener, to consider this in your next or your current relationship. What validation are you seeking in a partner? What is that that relationship offering you as far as validation goes? What validation have you already offered or created for yourself? And how can you push yourself to view a partner or a potential partner through a lens of both the idea of them, what they represent, validation, and the reality of them? But that's it. If this was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you'd share this episode with a friend. And if you could take 30 seconds to give the show a five-star rating and review, that would mean a lot to me. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode. I'm out.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils, you'll want to invite everyone over, from book club to the fantasy league, even the in-laws. It smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils are infused with two times more natural essential oils versus regular Airwick Scented Oils for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Hmm. Transform your space with scents like white sage and mahogany or lavender and water lily. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick. 